Welcome back to Breaking Up with Michaela Simuntry. That's me, your host, and this is the podcast where we talk about breaking up, relationship advice, dating stories, and personal stories about some of the worst breakups, most embarrassing, or cringiest breakups of all time. So thank you for joining us today, and let's get started. Hey, welcome to today's new episode of Breaking Up with Michaela Samantri. That's me. I actually wrote down a list of things I wanted to talk about today, so I'm pretty excited to be recording this week's episode finally. If you missed my not most recent episode, but the one right before it, I gave you a full update on kind of this podcast and my life and what I plan on doing with this. So if you missed that... I did announce in that podcast episode that I'm no longer editing these episodes, which might not even seem like something I need to announce or mention. However, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone and really telling myself that this is like a conversation with a friend. This is a phone call. I can't stop what I'm saying, edit it, re-say it in a different way. It's real. So (laughs) this is live, sort of, and in real time, and we're just going to talk. As you could tell by the title of today's podcast episode, I have a few different topics I want to touch on, including sleeping with an ex and the importance of female friendships. Oh my gosh, my sound. I'm so sorry. Um, As well as some other things that I felt needed to be said. So if you're new, Breaking Up is primarily a dating-related podcast where we talk about breakups, relationships, dating, grieving, you know, mourning a relationship, loss, or getting over a breakup. What really started this for me was realizing I had so many stories personally growing up, you know, about situations that I've been in with guys or dating or funny stories, embarrassing ones that I really felt the need for a platform where I could share everything that I've learned, ranging from, you know, like trying to get over someone that I never even dated or the best and worst ways that I've discovered helps me personally get over a breakup as well as maybe some toxic fights that I've had that I didn't realize were toxic when I had them because I was younger and not as aware. Um, And I love having guests on and we talk about either funny dating stories or I have some very serious ones, you know, even about like relationship abuse and all of that. So it's really just a place for me to be able to talk about any and all things related to dating or crushes or relationships. With that being said, though, I never wanted this to feel limited in a way, and I know that was very vague, but what I mean by this is earlier this week, I got a DM from a sweet supporter and subscriber and listener of this podcast asking me if I would ever consider having a same-sex couple on or talk about open relationships or make it more just inclusive, inclusive. Oh my gosh, that's right. I almost said exclusive, which is not right. Um, Make it more inclusive to any and all types of relationships. And of course, this is something that I would love to do. And I never intentionally wanted to make it feel heterosexually specific. Unfortunately, I just don't have personal experience in a same-sex relationship or an open relationship, and since this was my podcast, my mind was kind of narrow on thinking of only my experiences, and it really started to make me think about the people in my life and my friends or 
guests that I've had on this podcast and I, it kind of hit me where I was like, wow, I don't have a lot of people in my life or anyone really that comes to mind that I'm close to that I could ask to be on this podcast who is in a same-sex relationship or has experienced an open relationship or anything else that isn't a heterosexual boy-girl relationship. And it it hurts me to think that this podcast unintentionally became so limited in my awareness of that. And I'm really sorry. Um, so if you know anyone or if you are yourself in one of those relationships and wants to be on, please let me know. I mean, I wish I could talk more about same-sex relationships or an open relationship. I know I mentioned it a little bit in my last like single or solo episode, which is why um, the subscriber reached out because I was talking about open relationships, but I wish I had experience so that I could talk to you guys about it. I wish there was something that I could touch on, but the truth is I've never dated a girl and I've never been in an open relationship, so I don't feel like it's my place to talk about that by myself. I would love to talk about it with somebody else. Um, I think I mentioned this too in that episode because this was kind of on topic, but one of my favorite podcasts is Dating Straight with Amy Ordman and Jack Dodge. I love them both. Huge fan of their YouTube channels and that's what led me to their podcast, but they're both gay and they have a straight, well, they they joke about it because they wanted to have like a straight podcast, but they're both gay. So it, it, it was like them wanting to interview straight couples, but it's really funny. They're so funny. And that's where I've learned a lot about open relationships based on the guests that they've had on and just more about the LGBTQ plus community, which I am more than an alley in, but I don't have any real experience with things that I can talk about on this podcast, if that makes sense. And if you follow me on YouTube or have seen some old videos, I hope you know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, I felt the need to address that because I know the person that reached out about asking me to be more inclusive about those relationships didn't mean it in a bad way at all. She was so sweet, but it made me kind of sad because I feel like I've let down my audience in a way and I never wanted to be put into a box of a heterosexual dating podcast. I wanted to be so much more than that and I think I can. So I want to work on that and I promise to be better and to do that, but I did want to just mention that real quick. If anyone has any ideas or influencers that they think would work well, please let me know. DM me on Instagram um, or email me, whatever works best. You can find the links in the podcast description of this episode. Um, but yeah, all right, let's do a weekly update. I want to start kind of doing these in my solo episodes because instead of me pre-filming or pre-recording like a ton of episodes and then slowly dispersing them online, I want to start doing these real time. So it is July 15th, the night before this has to go up. (laughs) And let's see, week update on my life this last week. Honestly, it was a pretty great week, personally. I know that in the world, it was kind of heavy. You know, I think they, two days ago, discovered Naya Rivera's body, which was very, very sad. And I was following the whole, like, missing search for the last five or six days. I mean, five days, but now it's been six days. And 
I really had hope that it would have a happier ending. You know, I thought that there was a chance, but it's really sad when stories like that happen. Um, And I was just crying so hard. I mean, it just kind of brings you to tears when you read so many things on Twitter or hear the sheriff make that statement about how she most likely used every last bit of energy she had to get her son back on that boat, but she could not save herself. Oh, it hurts. But, um, yeah, so it was a kind of a heavy week with that in the world. Um, but on a more personal weekly update on my life, some good things that happened this week. My little brother got a pet guinea pig after months of begging for a pet. He was finally gifted with the cutest and when I say cutest, oh my god, this little pig, this little bug is the sweetest little guinea pig I've ever seen. But um, we now have Benjamin Acorn in the family. That's his full name. <laughs> uh, my mom likes to call him Benjamin Button because he's only two months old. So he's this tiny little guinea pig. So sweet. We love him so much. So last night I was over at my parents' place and we were taking turns holding the guinea pig while playing Pictionary together. Very wholesome family content right there. So yeah, it's very exciting. I love when my family gets a new pet. You may have noticed on my social media as well that we did get a new dog a few weeks ago. Um, My family went to go visit my extended family in Colorado. Um, And that family out there has a lot of land, a lot of animals. They breed dogs. Well, I don't know if they breed dogs, but they always have new litters of dogs. Um, And we, (laughs) my parents came home with a dog, with a puppy, a nine-month-old puppy named Alaska, who was the sweetest dog. She was ginormous. And I was very, very allergic to her because I'm allergic to long-haired dogs, unfortunately, which sucks. Uh, she wasn't the best fit, though, for my family because we already have two dogs and there was a dominance issue. Uh, yeah, it was a blood battle, to say the least. It was bad. So, unfortunately, Alaska can't stay with us and I'm really sad about it because we did bond pretty quickly and she is such a sweet dog. But, you know, she's going to do great with a family that doesn't have another dog or has, I don't know, it's just a better fit. It's sad, but you just know that her home is out there somewhere. Uh, yeah, so we've been getting a ton of pets lately is what I'm trying to say in my family because I have four younger siblings who all want pets. <laughs> so it's fun. It's fun going over to my parents' place and playing with a dog or a guinea pig and kind of just seeing what's going on. There's always something going on over there. Another big thing that happened this week for me is... I hit 35,000 subscribers on YouTube, which is insane. Thank you so much. If anyone listening, you know, helped me get to this point, I feel like I mention this every time I hit a milestone this year, but literally my one YouTube goal for 2020 was to hit 20,000 subscribers. And I thought that would be difficult, which it was. I'm not trying to say any, I mean, yeah, you get what I'm saying, but I had no idea I'd be this far ahead so soon, like to just hit 20,000. That was, that was it. I was like, I did it. Check. Like, that's great. I never expected to hit 35 so quickly afterwards. And I'm so grateful and so thankful. It really does inspire me and motivate me to just keep working hard, keep going after my dreams and just posting more and more. So 
uh yeah that was insane that that happened so thank you so much you know next step 40k (laughs) and i know we can do it uh what else happened this week oh i bought a ton more plant children if you've seen some of my more recent videos or even not recent like it kind of started back right before quarantine hit thank god i don't know what i would have done without plants during isolation but i became very invested in plants i studied up Suddenly, I know every single name and how to take care of them. I went from being such a hopeless plant mom who would just kill every single succulent that I would get from Ikea to downloading this awesome app called Planta. This isn't sponsored. I wish I used that app every day, but Planta is the reason that all of my plants are alive and thriving. It tells me when I need to water them, mist them, fertilize them, repot them. It has all the information for every single breed or I don't know if breed is the right word for plants, but they have everything on this app and they give me notifications as to when I am supposed to do things to help take care of my plants as well as where to put them um, so that I'm not burning them in the window or keeping them away from the light that they need. So I started this plant journey back in March when I redid my office and then ever since then I've just been buying more and more plants. If you watched my 48-hour bedroom transformation video, which is doing amazing, like so well. Again, blown away by that, but thank you so much for all the feedback on that video. You would notice that I actually, I don't even know if I showed it in that video because I bought all of the planters and places like for the plants, but it wasn't until my next vlog that I think I really showed you all the plants that I bought. Um, But that being said, the other day, last weekend, I went to this new greenhouse out in Shakopee, Minnesota, if you're local. They found me on Instagram and they were liking all of my plant photos. So I went onto their page and it looked like this amazing, huge greenhouse with so many varieties of indoor and outdoor plants, amazing accessories, planters, pots, crystals, and three dogs that just live there and provide the best customer service like literally dogs, like the cutest dogs ever. They were British labs, so sweet, so calm. So I asked my mom if she wanted to try out this new greenhouse with me and we went out there last Sunday. It was kind of a drive, but oh my gosh, it was so worth it because I bought home, brought home so many amazing plants, so many varieties of house plants from pothos to another spider plant to a moon cactus and Oh my gosh, a Dracaena. Uh, What else? A lot, a lot. (laughs) And I got cute pots for them. I even bought some crystals and these cute hanging vases that you can put like in the window for propagation. It was so successful and I'm really glad that they found me on Instagram. I mean, great tactic, really. Find someone that loves plants, like their posts, and then boom, I'm at your shop the next day. (laughs) But I bought a ton new plants this week. That was my update that I wanted to say is that I bought a lot more plant babies and they're thriving. I'm literally running out of space for plants and that is the best feeling because plants make me so happy. They give me something to take care of and talk to. (laughs) And I don't know, it's very rewarding to see a plant do well and know that you are responsible for that. (laughs) I thought of this like caption for a tweet that I want to do after I take some photos of all my plants because low-key my apartment is looking like a jungle right now but I feel like I am one plant away from being happy I bet (laughs) 
And I mean that pretty sarcastically. Um, but at the same time, like, am I just trying to fill a void? Like, why do I keep buying plants? And I think it is because they make me feel happy and like I'm taking care of something. So that's wonderful. Uh, currently, I have over 70 plants. 70 <laughs> plants. Just to emphasize. In this apartment. Um, and I love them all very, very much. And I'm propagating a ton right now. And I've planted some pups. So I hopefully will have some more if they take off and grow some roots. But it's very exciting. I love plants. Okay, so that was my weekly update. Those are all the things that have been going on in my life this last week. I hope that you like this segment. I just feel like it adds so much more, like, real connection and personality to this rather than me getting into my topic right away and it helps kind of date it in a good way by like talking about what's going on and it helps me remember what's going on in my life too so it's a win-win um but yeah like I was saying about the title of this episode and what I specifically wanted to talk about two things that I think I want to mention in this episode today is the topic of sleeping with an ex and then um, female friends. So I guess to kind of gather my thoughts and put it under one category, kind of like life after a breakup and how to navigate that really, I feel like if you've ever gone through a breakup, life after a breakup is now. So it can kind of apply to anyone if you've ever gone through a breakup, no matter how much time has gone by, because really you're just bettering yourself since that moment. And for me personally, if you are aware I have gone through a semi-recent breakup. You know, it happened in March, so it's still kind of recent, but not too recent where I'm stuck in this sad mindset. I feel pretty pretty solid about it at this point, and if you want the real tea, I drop a lot of it in my last solo episode um, about where we stand because it's it's not murky waters for us right now, but I know from the outside looking in, it can seem kind of sketchy or like confusing. Uh, <laughs> it's not as complicated as it sounds, but I do want to keep it kind of private. Anyway, life after a breakup can be so tough. You are literally trying to get over a future that you thought you were going to have and then at the same time create a new future for yourself now that you are single or out of that relationship for whatever reason. And part of me feels like this is such a great time personally because I'm like, yes, I can reinvent myself. I can really focus on what I want to do and my passions and my career, YouTube, podcasting, like all of that I feel like really took off when I went through my breakup. And I always have believed this. I had it up in my teenage bedroom, and I still think about this quote all the time, but success really is the best revenge. If you are like me, kind of stubborn, a Gemini perhaps, there is a level of like cravingness that we have to seek revenge when someone has wronged you or when you feel upset by somebody. My first instinct is I want to get back at them. And so learning that success is the best revenge for either um, like an anger or even like a sadness of like losing a significant other, just instead of like getting angry or getting back at someone, be successful. Like show them what they're missing out on. Show them what you can really do. So for me, I've always lived by this and I think that might be a reason why 
you may have noticed my content these last few months and what I'm really pushing myself to do. Um, so uh, getting over a breakup on that level is kind of nice, but it, it's also a very frustrating time and, you know, feelings can feel so fleeting or fluctuating at the same time and there it's a lot to go through. So I just want to focus specifically on two topics with life after a breakup and they both kind of tie into my current life after a breakup and what I would recommend or not recommend, I guess. And I keep kind of teasing it, but sleeping with an ex. There you go. That's a topic. I feel like there are there are a lot of answers to this and I don't want to say that what I'm about to share is the right or wrong way. I think everything can be very, very, very specific to each person in each situation. So I don't think that it's necessarily like black and white in this situation where it's like, yes, you can do that or no, that's bad. Don't ever do it. Personally, I have never slept with an ex, um, but you might be confused by that. And I will explain why, because I have, oh my gosh, sometimes I forget that like this goes out into the public and people like my parents or siblings can listen. So hopefully they're not because we're going to talk about sex. <laughs> um, but I, I'm going to probably confuse you by this contradicting statement, but I have slept with somebody who I've dated before. And I think there is a big difference in those two statements, whether or not you've slept with an ex versus sleeping with someone you've dated in the past. And what I mean by this specifically is that if you are going to, I think the way to make it not hurt, or I don't want to just be this vague, I guess, okay, sleeping with an ex has a lot of negative connotations or concerns to it because it's not healthy to heal your heart during a breakup. If you were trying to get over somebody, don't get under the same person because it'll just kind of make you hold on. And maybe you're really good at just blocking out those feelings and making it purely physical. But in my head, it's like if you've been dating someone and you've had a level of intense feelings, it's a lot harder to just shut them off during something physical and let that be and then move on with your life. Um, So in my head and just in my own experience, I have found it best that if you are going to do this, you can't look at them as an ex. They have to be a completely new and changed person. They have to be somebody that in a way you've just met or have started over with or have gotten over with long enough for it not to bother you. You you can't see them as the same person that they were because nobody is who they were in the past. You know, we are constantly evolving, constantly changing. And it's, at least for my mind and like my sanity, I have to see this as like a new situation that I'm going through and not compare it to a past relationship or hold on to old feelings. And it just needs to feel different. I need to be able to separate that in my mind and realize that like this person is, yeah, maybe someone I've dated in the past, but they're not my ex currently. They are who they are and that is that. I don't know if that makes any sense or if it just sounds like I'm trying to create an excuse for myself, but I think there's a very big difference between trying to get over your ex and maybe being upset, either sad because they broke up with you or no longer feeling the same way about them because you broke up with them for whatever reason and sleeping with that person versus sleeping with somebody that you may have dated but are now both in a better place. 
I guess. That sounded a lot better in my head when I was planning on how to talk about this, but maybe you can relate. Actually, please let me know somehow if that makes any sense and you can relate because I am very curious if anyone feels the same way or can help add to this conversation. Um, I do kind of want to add, too, that like, because I did mention this in my last solo episode, friends with benefits, you know, how does that work? And I kind of outed myself as saying, yes, I've done this in the past. And I I want to touch on that again because it was something that I was doing for the summer of 2016, I think, four years ago. Wow. Feels longer than that. But it was something that I was doing for maybe like two or three months. And it did kind of fizzle in its own way. I don't think one person or the other was trying to force anything. It definitely kind of just happened over the summer and then life became real in the fall and I met someone that I was actually going to date for a while afterwards, but it was so clear and we had such good communication about not wanting a relationship or not seeing us dating and just being friends in bed. <laughs> um, And I... We had feelings for each other in the way where it wasn't weird that he would say he loved me, but it wasn't the same I love you that you, like, wait to hear in a relationship. It was very, very friendly-like in a way, and I would say the same thing where it's like, yeah, I love him. Like, we do this, we do that, but, like, I don't, I'm not in love with him. And that's, yeah, that was the biggest difference. There was care and perhaps love, but there was no feeling of like being in love and the reason that it worked so well probably was by that communication and understanding of each other and not seeking anything deeper than that um I never had a problem separating my feelings from the physical aspect of this quote-unquote like relationship with this guy um and I say relationship as in like how you know someone not like dating, if that makes more sense. So kind of like tying that into sleeping with an ex, I think I probably do like a very similar thing of separating that person and seeing my ex or whoever in a very different light. Like they are no longer, you have to see them completely different. It has to be growth. It has to be almost like a separate entity for it almost to work without feeling hurt afterwards or getting your hopes up And honestly, communication is just key. I know that this probably was as general and vague as it was specific with my own experience. So I don't mean to say that this applies to everyone. It's just what I've learned or have experienced and kind of my two cents on that topic with whether or not sleeping with an ex is something that should happen after a breakup. I think if it does occur, it needs to be done with care just for yourself, you know, looking out for your best interests. You never want to set yourself back. And I think sleeping with an ex gets as much concern as it does because everyone is just worried and cares for you. And sleeping with an ex usually leads to more heartbreak in most cases or from what I've heard. So yeah, moving on. Um, something that has kind of been on my mind a lot lately is female friendships. I feel like I said that so weird. Female friendships and kind of the importance of that 
specifically, you know, when you are going through a breakup or after or when you are even in a relationship. So I have a lot to say about this. But let's take a quick break right now before getting into that and we'll be right back. In case you didn't know, this podcast officially has merch. If you like the Breaking Up podcast logo, then you'll love the hoodies, t-shirts, phone cases, mugs, socks, like you name it, that we have available for purchase. I felt super inspired by my creation of the logo with the hand squeezing the heart that I wanted to make some collections of merchandise, so definitely check it out. I tried really hard to design something for everyone, so there are a lot of options, colors, sizes, styles. We have pastels. We have an after dark collection of just all black with white text and logo for more of a minimal or emo vibe, which I love. Some have the logo printed small and subtle and other pieces have it in the middle. I just really tried to find something that anyone and everyone could enjoy. Definitely check it out and see for yourself. You can shop the Breaking Up merchandise at teespring.com store slash Michaela-Samantri or I know it's a lot easier to just click a link, so that will be in the podcast description as well. You can also find it on my YouTube channel as well, and even on the podcast's Instagram at breakingup underscore podcast in the description of that account. I have a coupon code for you listeners too, so if you use the code BREAKINGUP in all caps, you'll receive 15% off of your total purchase. This is another great way to show your support of the podcast. Even if you just give it a glance, I'd really appreciate it, so go check out my merch. This podcast wouldn't be made possible without listeners like you. And if you want to get more involved to help support the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash Michaela and click the support button. It only takes a couple seconds, but your donation can really help sustain the future of this podcast. So if you want to support the show and get more involved, consider becoming a listener supporter today. All right, and we're back. So diving right into female friendships and why they are so important I mean, it's kind of obvious for me just to flip that statement and say that female friendships are really important um, because girls almost have a weird instinct to compete with one another. Um, Growing up, I always felt most intimidated by other girls and women in my life that I may not have known so well or even the people that I did know. It always felt like competition. And I think we really are maybe unknowingly put against one another growing up. Like, it was always intimidating to see other teenage girls that you did not know. And meeting other girls for me was always, to this day, something that terrifies me more than if I was meeting a group of guys. Because in my mind, guys are chill. They don't think twice. They don't notice details. They're just like, cool, nice to meet you. And then you move on with your activity of however you met them. Girls I've always felt worried and nervous about meeting, um, whether or not they're going to like me, whether or not I'm pretty enough. There's all these comparisons that go through your head, and a lot of it is being intimidated by these other girls or women. And I don't really understand why this happens, but I just know from experience how common that was for me growing up. Um, And it just only really emphasizes the importance of, like, having females like as your friends even more because I've always believed this and I talk about it a lot with OnlyFans related videos on my channel but like 
girls need to support other girls. You need to get into this habit of lifting up other women instead of comparing yourself and being like, well, she's skinnier or I've made more money or like, well, I'm in a better relationship or can keep a boyfriend longer. Like, I don't know why things like that are said so much more often than nice compliments or support lifting each other up. And it's something that I've learned since high school is so much better than comparing yourself. Maybe it is more of just like a younger teenage high school mindset compared to like adult women, but comparison needs to stop. (laughs) And maybe that's the reason why most people have more like college friends that they keep up with rather than high school friends. I only have a handful of people from high school that I still talk to and them alone has, it's really made me realize how important that friendship and connection that we have still is. After I've gone through two breakups while still being in the same friend groups or having the same support system, it's become really important to me to make time for friends as much as I have made time for my significant other. And even when I was still dating my previous boyfriend, it was still something that I made sure to do, was seeing my friends X amount of times per week. So I would see my girlfriends Monday night for Bachelor. I'd maybe do something that Thursday or Friday or at least once a week, have a girls' night, keep up with your girlfriends, and just have that good female energy, right? So after my breakup, I kind of went full in on reaching out to all the girlfriends that I could think of that I had in life and wanting to hang out, wanting to have wine night, wanting to go out. I mean, limited options right now with COVID, but go on a walk, go on, like have a picnic, go tanning, like spending time with positive female role models or people in your life makes a really big difference. Not only on your, like who you surround yourself with becomes it's like made up of who you are and having that positive energy radiate around you can make such a big difference and nothing is more powerful than when women come together in my mind like women are so powerful and the act of lifting each other up and supporting other women is so important um something that like really made me start to think about female friendships was about a year ago when I binged the show Dollface on Hulu it's kind of corny, kind of cute, kind of cringy, but like in a good way, I guess is how I would put it. It has like a really weird, surreal plot, if that makes, I mean that, whatever. Just highly recommend binging it if you need something to watch. It has Brenda's song, I'm pretty sure was in it, and then Kat Dennings, I think. Sorry, it's been a while. It's kind of blurry, but what I did take away from that show was the main character gets broken up with after five or six years of dating this guy and realizes now that she doesn't have any friends because she only spent time with her boyfriend and pushed everybody else away. So the whole show is kind of working on these previous friendships that she had with her girlfriends and strengthening them, really emphasizing how important it is to have those good female people like in your life who are there to support you. And it was such a great girl power show. It just really made me feel like I wasn't doing enough with my female friendships, but then also reminding me to keep up with my girlfriends and make sure that I'm not making that same mistake of 
pushing them away and only seeing my significant other. Like, I've done that. I have. And I've talked about that probably in a previous episode with one of my friends, as well as in a YouTube video called Confronting My Best or Confronting My Ex Best Friend. And we talk about how that relationship did pull me away from her. So never push your friendships away if you are in a a relationship. Just from my personal experience, life is all about balance and with relationships and friendships and all of that, it's important to find balance. And I love that I've gotten into this habit of doing a girl's wine night for Bachelor every single Monday. So it really just kind of gives me a time and place to be like, nope, I can't. Like Monday nights are for the girls. Like we are watching The Bachelor and it's always something that I look forward to. So kind of like fitting something like that into your schedule could be super helpful. I also recently saw them. Well, I guess I also watched this film like a year ago, but the film Something Great on Netflix Oh my gosh, it is so cute. It's so great. (laughs) Something great is so great. And it helped with my breakup. It's also the film that got Lizzo's like jump into fame because they used her first hit song and then everyone was like, oh my gosh, what song is that? And it felt like literally overnight her song just like skyrocketed, which I love stories like that because Lizzo is also from Minnesota and she was doing music for years and I'm pretty sure... Um, Truth Hurts was written years ago and then it never like really took off and she had to get like a real job and put music on the back burner until this film on Netflix asked her like, hey, can we use this? And she said yes, having no idea the cultural or not cultural, but like social, is that the right word? Effect that it would have on everyone. I feel like that's not the right word. Sorry. (laughs) I've been out of school for too long. Um, yeah, so Something Great was such a cool film because very similar concept. Main character gets a job in San Francisco and they're in New York at the moment. So her and her boyfriend of seven years decide to split up rather than do long distance. And she is just heartbroken. It is like one of those films that kind of like moves in this weird circle timeline where it's in present time, but then it flashbacks to their whole relationship and then back to when they're no longer dating and she is hurting, but her two best friends are making her go out to a party and just, like, being there for her, like, taking time off of work and having a good girl's day. Again, just highlighting the importance of female friendships and why they are so crucial in your life. So, if you need a good, again, girl power film to watch, highly recommend checking out something great on Netflix and just remembering that, you know, having those friends in your life means a lot. So yeah, I guess that's all I really wanted to mention on the female friendship aspect, but I don't know. It's just, you hear it all the time growing up about how important it is to have like girlfriends and whatnot. And I have a handful. I mean, hey, it really is all about quantity and not, wait, oh my gosh, quality and not quantity. So I know for a while myself included, it was like, well, I don't have any friends, so I can't do that. But you can always make friends. And what's crazy is I feel like the friends that I have now I've made within these last few years, and they're recent, but they mean a lot to me. And you never know who you're about to meet that could change your life. 
Wow. Okay. On that note, I feel pretty good about this episode. So why don't we end it on that? But thank you so much for listening. Again, if you have any feedback, commentary, or recommendations for who I should have on to talk more openly about other types of relationships that are not just heterosexual, please DM me. Let me know your thoughts on that. And I'm so happy that you listened. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Don't forget to check out the details in the podcast description for my social media, YouTube channel. Um, Make sure that you're subscribed to this podcast. And I'll see you guys next week for my new episode. Bye! If you want to get involved, have feedback, or perhaps your own story you'd like to share, please email me at breakingupwithmikayla at gmail.com or you can reach out to any of my social media and send me a DM. I'm always looking for future guests, so if you want to save your story for an episode to guest star on, be sure to mention that in your message as well. Don't forget to leave five stars, subscribe, and have a nice day.